In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Friends, what are you being called to? God is calling all of us, but are we listening? In today's world of a 24-hour news cycle, information at our fingertips and our pockets, and temptations galore, it is very easy to get sidetracked and forget about what is most important in life. We have to listen to newscasters, politicians, and talking heads everywhere as they blow hot air, much like the strong heavy wind that Elijah encountered on Mount Horeb. And much like the heavy wind, the Lord is not in their wind either. The same is true of the earthquake and the fire. Protests and riots, degeneracy and debauchery, all of these things distracting us from our true goal. Our goal being living in heaven with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. With so many distractions around us all the time, if we're not paying attention, we may miss what God is trying to say to us. So we must set aside time to cut out all distractions and sit with his word of Holy Scripture, or even better, to sit with him in silent adoration as we adore him truly present in the most holy sacrament. And allow that tiny whispering sound into our hearts. One of the most overlooked and often underrated parts of Holy Mass, and in my opinion the key to emphasizing reverence, is silence. Even before the Mass begins, walking into a quiet church sets a precedence and helps you remove the distractions and your cares and your worries and to set your mind right and focus your attention and to prepare your heart for true worship so you can offer those worries and cares on the altar with the bread and wine that will become his body and blood. So silence, just as important as every other part of the Mass, from the very beginning, right before we say the Confidior, Father says, let us call to mind our sins. And he didn't forget the Confidior, but he actually gives us some time to think about what those are before we confess. Each quiet moment in the Mass is intentional. We didn't forget what we were doing up here. We're giving everyone time to reflect on words from Holy Scripture, to meditate or adore Christ, especially after communion, a quiet moment to adore Him who you just received. Even in the general instructions of the Roman Missal, the rule book for the liturgy, if you will, has to say sacred silence also, as a part of the celebration, is to be observed 
at the designated times. Can you imagine, maybe you've been to a Mass that kind of felt rushed through, and maybe you heard, let us call to mind our sins, I confess to Almighty God. There was no time there to recall what it is you were thinking about, or what it is maybe you need to confess. In other points, maybe you hear, especially at a Mass where there's no music to help divide things up, you hear the first reading, the word of the Lord. Responsorial psalm is, and then you go right into it. No time to reflect on what you just heard. And the scariest part for me, especially today, is Father's going to pause for a long time so you all can get your grade cards out and listen to what I, or check off and give me a grade on how good this homily was. So the point of this silence, though, is to strengthen our attention on Christ, to help us to cut out distractions. It's easier to do it in here, especially during Mass, because that's what we've come to do. But just like we practice for any sports you kids might be playing, that's what we're doing here, part of it, is you're practicing, you're strengthening your soul so that you can keep focused in the real world when the distractions are everywhere and the temptations aren't going to stop. For a perfect example, look in the gospel today, we see St. Peter. When they see Jesus walking on the waters, at first they're frightened, but he calls out to him and he says it's him. Peter, being Peter, says, if it is you, command me to come out there. And of course, Jesus says, come on out. And so Peter, eyes locked on our Lord's, steps out of the boat with full confidence and walks on the water. But as soon as his attention is taken away by the distraction of the stormy sea, he starts to sink. And all he has to do is cry, Lord, save me. And Jesus is there to save him. That image is an image of us. If we keep our mind's eye and our soul locked in on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, then the distractions around us aren't going to bother us. But the moment you let them, you're going to start sinking as well. But just like Peter, you can also call for the Lord to save us because he established a church to do just that, especially in the sacrament of confession. Frequent it as much as you need to. That's what it's there for. It's there for our Lord to pull you up out of the muck and get you back on your feet. So even when we fail and fall, He's going to catch us. So the point of all this, again, is to keep Christ at the center of your life. Focus on Him, on Him alone, and you'll do great things in life. And these distractions just tend to kind of fall away. If you stay focused on them, even when you have a real concern and a worry, you know where you can take it. To offer it up spiritually on the altar, like I said earlier. And when your eyes are focused on Him and Him alone, 
and he becomes part of your daily life, you'll find it much easier to talk to him using any of the the multitude of prayers that Holy Mother Church has given us, or even finding the right things to say in your own heart and talk to the Lord for anything absolutely whatsoever. You have a difficult task at work. Before you do it, pause and ask the Lord to guide your hand and help you with the task. On your way home from work in rush hour, you can pray for patience. He's going to give you the opportunity to be patient, but you can still pray for that help and patience as well. So stay focused on our Lord Jesus and run the race and live your life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.